Hi everyone, it's Kelsey and welcome back to 31 Days of Spooky Movies. Today we're going to do Saw from 2004. This is the very first Saw movie. It's number one of nine. There are nine movies in this franchise now. Um, so the first one is written and directed by James Wan, and it's also written by Lee Winnell. And Lee Winnell actually plays Adam, who is one of our two main characters in this movie. So um, the first Saw, 2004. I think a lot of people associate this movie with the beginning of torture porn, but actually, like, I did a little bit of digging, and Hostel comes out the following year. So Hostel comes out in 2005, and I think that was more the beginning of torture porn. That movie is brutal. Um, whereas this movie, the first Saw, is quite a bit more tame. We don't see a lot of gore. We don't see, we don't see a lot of anything. And, um... Yeah, it's not as torturous as they say. The later Saw movies definitely become more torture porn, but this first one is, I think, more of like a psychological thriller, actually. The premise of this movie is that two men are abducted by a serial killer and paired up in a deadly situation. So if you haven't seen this movie before, um, I promise it's not too gory. And if you have seen it, um, I bet it's been a while. So stick around for a recap. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. We open on a man's face and we can tell that he's underwater. It's dark all around him, but there's a small keychain light with a key on the end um, that's like floating kind of above him in the water. Um, so it's lighting up his face. We see um, he's like passed out and then all of a sudden he wakes with a jolt. Um, he starts coughing. Um, I don't think it would work that way. I think if you're passed out, you still have to breathe. So I don't know how long he was underwater, but I think he would have been dead. Anyways, we see that he's in a bathtub. The water starts to drain and we see that the little light also goes down. So he's got no light. He's um, in the pitch black. He's screaming for help. Um, he's kind of just like on his hands and knees. And he says, I'm probably dead. And someone, then we hear a voice in the dark say, you're not dead. Um, it's still pitch black. We hear, we hear someone like kind of walking around and... Um, one guy's like, where am I? And the other guy's like, shh, I found something. And then we see rows and rows of fluorescent lights turn on. And yeah, he's in a bathroom. It's a really, really gross, shitty bathroom. Um, like quite large for a bathroom. Like it's like a factory or like an industrial bathroom, I guess. I don't know. And now what we see is we see two guys. Um, there's a blonde guy and a brunette guy. And they're on either sides of the bathroom. And in the middle, there is a guy laying on the ground and he has seemingly killed himself with a gun. We can like see um, his head and there's like a bit of brains and there's a massive pool of blood but, um, beneath him. And he's got one, he's got a gun in one hand and a small tape recorder in the other. Um, the men now see this uh, and now we see that, yeah, he's right in the middle of them. They're on opposite sides and they go to walk um, to like help the guy. But then they see that they're actually chained to the wall by their ankles. Um, one of the guys just vomits and he starts screaming, um, starts pulling on his chains. Um, the other guy's like, no one can hear you, just calm down, are you hurt? Um, and we learn that that guy's name is Lawrence uh, Lawrence Gordon and he is a doctor. He said, um, he woke up here just like you and he asks, what's the last thing that you remember? Um, not Neither of them remember anything since last night. Um, the other guy, and his name's Adam, so um, Adam says, do you see any scars? This is what they do, man. They drug you and they take your kidneys. 
Um, and Lawrence is like, you'd either be in agony or dead by now. And we know that he is actually a surgeon. Um, he says, he's always like really practical, obviously. And he's like, hey, we got to start thinking of why we're in here. The guy could have killed us or this person could have killed us. So he obviously needs something from us. And he's like, oh, that clock on the wall, it's brand new. Um, and then like, it made me think like, was this movie the beginning of escape rooms? Like, I should have done a little bit more digging about that because this this movie has such an escape room vibe to it. Like just at the beginning, mostly where they're kind of looking for clues. Um, Adam sees that he has a letter, like a, yeah, like a little envelope in his pocket with his name on it. And he opens it. It's got a tiny little tape inside and it says play me on it. So Lawrence checks his pocket and he has a letter too. He's got a tape in it, but he also has a um, a single bullet and a small key. So he obviously tries the key on his chains. Um, doesn't work. He throws it to Adam. It also doesn't work. And Adam just like tosses it away. He's like, oh, this doesn't work. Um, thanks. Like that'll obviously come back. Um, then they see that the dead guy in the middle has a tape recorder in his hand. So Adam stretches out to try and get it. Um, can't reach. So he uses his shirt. He can't reach. And then he uses, um, like the cord of the, bathtub stopper and he finally is able to get the tape recorder he puts the tape in and we hear if you've seen these movies you can you know what the jigsaw voice is it's just like a deep raspy serial killer voice so we hear that voice um and it goes you might be in the room you die in um you've simply sat in the shadows watching others live their lives angry and apathetic but mostly pathetic are you going to die today, Adam, or are you going to do something about it? Um, then he throws, um, no, Lawrence asks for the tape recorder and Adam's like, no, throw me your tape. He's being a bit of a dick. Um, so he does. Um, and then he plays Lawrence's tape, which says, um, Dr. Gordon, this is your wake up call. Every day you've given people the news they'll die soon. Now you'll be the cause of death. Your aim in this game is to kill Adam. You have until six to do it. Then he mentions the man in the room who is in the middle of the room. And he says, when there's that much poison in your blood, the only thing to do is shoot yourself. And he starts like coughing and hacking. Um, he says, there are ways to end this. X marks the spot of the treasure. If you don't kill Adam by six, Alice and Diane will die. And I'll leave you in this room to rot. Let the game begin. Um, so they, re they rewind the tape and they turn up the volume um, and right after he says, let the game begin, we hear like whispering and it says, follow your heart. Um, so then they look over, they're like, looking for a heart and then they see on the toilet, there's like a poo smear of a heart. Um, and so Adam like is bent down, he reaches into the toilet. There is so much guck in it. It's very bad. It's so horrible. He's like gagging. Um, Lawrence is like anything. And Adam says no solids. And then he takes off the lid, <laughs> the smart thing to do. And there's a plastic bag in there. And he's like, I really wish I'd, I really wish I would have checked that first. Um, so in the bag, we see two hand saws. Um, and Adam starts like sawing at his chains. Lawrence is like, do you want to like pass me one or so anyways, they're both like saw, 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 um, sawing at their chains. Adam saw breaks and he just like freaks out, throws it across the room. Um, and in doing so, he smashes a piece of a mirror off. 
Um, that comes back. And then Lawrence gives up on sawing and it's just like, it's getting absolutely nowhere. And he looks at the saw all thoughtfully and he's like, he doesn't want us to cut through our chains. He wants us to cut through our feet. Um, and then he's like, I think I may know who's done this to us. And he's like, not someone I know personally, someone I know of. Uh, last he heard the police still hadn't caught him. And he says he knows this because he was a suspect. He says, I'll start from the beginning. So, um, we cut and we see some cops going into like a basement slash a cellar. And then we see there's a dead body, um, like in a cage and they say he's been dead for three weeks. So he's in a cage and he's all tangled up in razor wire. And they say he died of massive blood loss from his fem femoral artery. Um, one of the detectives, his name is Detective Tap. He is Danny Glover. Um, so they say they found a tape recorder and we hear it. It's the jigsaw voice. It says, you're perfectly healthy. Yet last month you ran a straight razor over over your wrist did you want to die or just attention then we see flashbacks of a man like the man in the razor cage um it's really gross it's like it's the one that makes me the most uncomfortable um the tape says you have until 3 p.m and the door locks forever and then yeah we just keep getting like more flashes of him like in the cage and it's like sped up so he's like crawling all through the cage and like shaking his head and stuff it's really creepy um, they're looking at him and they see a jigsaw shape missing out of his skin. Um, one of the cops says the newspaper started calling him jigsaw. Technically speaking, he's not a murderer. He finds ways for his victims to kill themselves. That's like, you're still a murderer. Come on. Um, so we see tap, uh, detective tap, Danny Glover. We see him at another crime scene. And then we hear a jigsaw voiceover saying, if you're so sick, why do I have so many photos of you out and about? So we just get like lots of flashes of various people that Jigsaw, this serial killer, has killed. Um, we hear like another tape that he's talked to someone else. Um, there's a slow acting poison in your veins. The anecdote, the antidote um, is in the safe. The combination is on the walls and there's numbers all over the walls. Also, watch your step. There's broken glass covering every inch of the floor. Also, also, you're covered in flammable liquid and there's a candle in the middle of the room. Okay, bye. That's pretty much what the tape is. He's got, that guy's got so many problems to work with. Um, and then we see this guy cautiously holding the candle like up to all these different numbers that are on the wall because he's trying to find the code to the safe. He's obviously walking all over the room, back and forth, back and forth on the glass. Um, and then eventually he goes up in flames and we just see a burnt corpse. So again, that's just another dead, another like kill person he killed. Um, then they, in that room, they find a peephole and they see, um, that it's being video cameraed and they also find a pen light. And obviously this pen light comes back. We see Lawrence in the hospital. He's wearing like a lab coat, just being a doctor. He's showing x-rays to a bunch of interns and he's talking about the patient who has an inoperable brain tumor. And he's um, like going on and on talking about the patient, the patient, the patient. And then we see a man in the back and he chimes up and he's like, his name is John, Mr. Uh, Dr. Gordon. He's a very interesting person. Um, and he obviously works for the hospital. And, and then Lawrence is like, thanks, Zepp. And he says to the interns, as you can see, our orderlies form close relationships with the patients. Um, then he gets called to his office where we see our detective, Detective Tap, and his partner, Detective Singh. Um, they ask him where he was last night during the hours of 9 p.m. to 1. And they'd like to ask him some questions down at the station. Um, 
We cut to the station and Tap asks, so you have no idea how your pen light got to the crime scene. So that's why they want to question him. Um, the pen light that they found at that crime scene had his fingerprints on it. So they ask him again, what were you doing last night? And he says, I was seeing someone. They ask who? And he says, someone who wasn't a patient. Um, in the bathroom, Lawrence says that that was five months ago. And that obviously Jigsaw had tr has tried, he doesn't know his name's Jigsaw, but whoever put them in this bathroom also tried to set him up for murder. Um, back at the station, Detective Singh comes in and says that his alibi checks out. So um, they say that we have a witness who managed to escape from the serial killer and they want Lawrence to listen to her testimony. I think they still think, well, they, I know they do. They still think it's him. So they want to like shock him into admitting. So they bring a woman in and her name's Amanda and they want, um, they say, what's the first thing you remember? So we zoom into this woman's face and she's got like cuts on the corner of her mouth, not like Joker cuts, more just like, um, like you had too many freezies. Like that's what I put in my notes. That's what it made me think of. You had too many freezies. You got little slices on the corners of your mouth. Ew. Um, so she's remembering back and we see her, we see a woman, it's her, in like this metal contraption that's around her head. Um, and I, I'll explain it a little bit more in a second. Um, she says, I woke up and all I could taste was blood and metal. Um, like when she's got the cage on, she's like shaking her head. She's like moaning. And again, it's all sped up. So it's just like really creepy and unsettling. Um, we see a TV screen turns on and we see the jigsaw puzzle. Um, I said puzzle, the jigsaw puppet. Um, like the, yeah, the little three foot, four foot puppet that's got, um, he's like, his face is all white. He's got this really big nose and then he's got red spirals on his like really big cheeks. And he looks like, yeah, he looks like a ventriloquist dummy. Um, and he looks at the screen and also he has hair. Like it's, it's pretty, it's like funny and creepy. He says, hello, Amanda. It's mouth moves, by the way. Um, I want to play, a, I want to play a game. Here's what happens if you lose. The thing you're wearing is attached to your upper and lower jaws. There's only one key to open the device and it's in the stomach of the, of your dead cellmate. You better hurry up. Um, there's like more crazy speed up, sped up camera work. We're spinning around her in the chair. She's shaking her head. Um, and then she gets up and as she does a pin like, um, is pulled out from the back of her, of the device. And it obviously has started a timer. So she finds a dead body on the ground. Um, and there's a big question mark written on it on his belly. So there's also a scalpel. So she picks it up. Um, and then all of a sudden the guy opens his eyes and starts to moan. Um, but she starts to stab him. She just stabs him over and over and over again in his stomach. We hear one of the detectives say that he'd been injected with an opiate overdose, so he couldn't move or feel anything. Thank God. Um, then we see her like digging through his intestines. Um, she finds the key and she just like is like really panicky, like trying to unlock the padlock that's on the back of her of the contraption. She finally gets it and she throws the thing across the floor. And just as she does, it snaps open. So she got it just in time. And then we see the doll, the jigsaw doll coming over to her on a tricycle. Um, he says, congratulations, you are still alive. Most people are so ungrateful to be alive, but not you, not anymore. Um, so that's his deal. That is his whole deal. Um, that's what he does. He wants people to be grateful for being alive. 
So then we see we're back in the station and Detective Tapp says the weirdest thing. He says, you are in fact a drug addict. Is that correct, Mandy? Is that why he picked you? Are you grateful, Mandy? Um, it's weird. I, I didn't like, you're a detective. What is this questioning? Um, but then Amanda does say he helped me. So mission accomplished. Um, back in the bathroom, they are talking about Jigsaw, the, the serial killer. And, um, Adam's like, how do I know you're telling the truth? Maybe you put me in this room. And Adam picks up a piece of, picks up the piece of glass that fell when he threw his saw. And, um, he notices that it's a two-way mirror. So he starts throwing things at the rest of the mirror to shatter it. And we see that there's a hole, um, in the wall and a video camera. And then there's obviously like, like plexiglass covering it. So like they can't escape. Um, then we see a video screen and a black glove waves and says, I can see you. So Adam keeps throwing things at the camera because he's just pissed. Um, Lawrence is more practical and he's like, we have to find an X. We have to find an X. Um, cause of that code or, um, cause of that clue X marks the spot. Um, and then we get a little flashback. He says, um, I'm thinking about the last thing I said to my daughter and then we flash back. So we see a little girl, she's asleep in her bed and then she wakes up. Um, she sits up and she's just like staring into the darkness of her room and we're really waiting for something to happen. But she gets up, goes downstairs. Um, it's like dark and spooky. It's almost like she's sleepwalking, but then she goes into her parents' room and we see, um, her mom and then she's like, mommy, there's a man in my room. He talked to me. I want daddy. He'll get the scary man. Um, so then we actually go into Lawrence's home office and he's on his computer. He's very focused. Um, he's like, I'm just, I'm in the middle of something. Oh, just one second. And then he actually is like, okay, I'm done. So we're like, oh, okay, good. He's actually uh, okay, dad. Um, so he goes into her room and he tucks her in. It's really sweet. And then he does like this little piggy went to market and he like tickles her. Um, but then his beeper goes off and she says, I hate that thing. And then she's like, you're not going to leave us, right, daddy? Um, and he's like, no, of course not. Where would you get that idea? Um, and she's like, no one. Um, and then he said, tomorrow I'll read your favorite story. And then we hear um, in the hallway, though, he's in the hallway now, and his wife and Lawrence, we hear them arguing. And she's like, how can you just walk through life pretending you're happy? And he's like, I am happy. And she's like, that's bullshit. Back in the bathroom, Lawrence tosses his wallet to Adam so that he can look at the photos of his daughter and his wife. And so Adam's like looking through them and then he sees there's a Polaroid in his wallet and it's of his daughter and his wife and they're bound and like gagged. Um, and it says regards on the front and then on the back it says X marks the spot. Sometimes you see more with your eyes shut. Um, and Adam like tosses his wallet back but he does not tell Lawrence what he saw. Um, back to Lawrence's house, him and his wife are still arguing and, um, she's like, I wish you would tell me you hated me. At least there would be passion in it. And then he's just, again, he's just like, I'm sorry. I love you. And she's like, just leave. And he does. Um, then we see the daughter is sleeping in her bed again and we hear a door creak open and she awakens. She looks at her closet door. It's like cracked a little and we hear good night little girl and we see an eyeball staring out from the closet just a crack it's really creepy um and then the door bursts open and the daughter screams um the mom comes running and then we see a man with like a blanket over his head and his whole body and he's just like standing in front of the daughter and then we cut to them being 
tied up and gagged, um, like tied up to the bedpost in their room and they're crying and struggling. And then the bad guy, um, he has like the doctor's stethoscope around him and he's like listening to the daughter's heartbeat. And then he like puts the gun up to the wife's head, um, and like listens to her heartbeat, like go higher and higher and higher. Um, and then, um, he like waves the gun around in his head, doesn't shoot anyone though. And then we do see his face actually, like they're not really hiding his face and he's just, um, I don't know. He's just some dude at this point. Um, now we cut to Detective Tap, who is surveilling Lawrence's house. And he actually sees the guy. So the guy looks out the window and Lawrence, I'm sorry, and Detective Tap sees him. Um, but he actually thinks that he's there seeing Lawrence's wife. Um, so he like doesn't think anything about it. And then we see where this detective is. I'm just going to call him Tap because we find out he's not a detective anymore. So tap, um, we see inside this room and he's across the street from the doctor's house and his walls are covered in newspaper clippings. There's photos, there's like, um, photos of dead people, everything like the walls are covered. Um, and tap says, I never should have let you go. And we see a newspaper clip, um, and it flashes again over the various, um, deaths. And we see newspaper clippings of like this person died and this person died um and then yeah so tap still thinks that the doctor is jigsaw so that's his whole deal um so we see um we cut to tap he's not in his house anymore he's or in that room anymore he's at a police station and he's watching the video um that jigsaw gave to amanda and he's totally obsessed like he's just like like zoned right into it and we see his um partner Singh comes in or his partner detective Singh comes in and he's like looking a little concerned and he's like hey we're gonna get some beer do you want to come and he's just like watching the video intently and he's like I don't mean to be disrespectful but maybe you should find yourself a girlfriend <laughs> um but tap like isn't even listening so Singh just walks away um but as he's walking away tap goes wait 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 get back here um he rewinds the video and then um, he like sees a street name and he's like, they're like, that's this gang's territory. Um, they turn up the volume and we hear a fire alarm going off in the background. So they've got a clue. They check for fire emergencies that happened in that area in the last two weeks. They go through the records and then we actually see that they've figured out um, there's one on the record that there was a fire at the old mannequin factory um, that fit the time, the, the time frame. So Singh is like, enough time for a warrant? And Tap's like, who said anything about a warrant? So they just go, they get up um, and we see them driving and then they get to an old warehouse. Singh's got like a shotgun and Tap's just got a handgun. So they go inside, they're like, just like looking through this like old factory, old warehouse. And we see like, um, like mannequins in the background. And then they come across like a red velvet blanket and it's covering something. So they pull it back and it's like a diorama, I guess. Um, and it looks, it's the bathroom scene of the two guys. So it's, it's where Adam and Lawrence are right now. Um, we see a similar like red velvet blanket. Um, they're like covering a bunch of things in the room and then we see one over something big and lumpy so they pull the blanket off um and it's the creepy jigsaw puzzle uh, oh my god jigsaw puppet it's the puppet um 
Um, they're just like standing there looking at it. And then all of a sudden, another thing under the blanket starts moving and groaning. It's obviously a human. Um, so they pull the blanket off and it's a man whose mouth is bound. And there's like an electrical drill. Like there's one electrical drill on either side of his head. Um, they hear someone coming and Tap wants to see what Jigsaw is going to do next. But Singh is like, no, like, let me shoot him. Um, like he's got his, bun his gun pointed at him. Um, but Tap wins, so they cover the man up again. They cover this poor man up. Um, and then, and the Jigsaw puppet. And then they're, like, acting like they were never there. So they hide. Um, and we see someone in black. He's wearing, like, a black and red cape. And he comes up a crate elevator. Um, and then we hear the man under the blanket yelling, like, help me, help me. Um, and the man in this red cape, he takes the blanket off the man. Um, and he says that the man is a test subject for something bigger. And just then the two detectives come out, guns ablazing. They're like, don't move. Um, but just then the man, the bad man, hits a button and um, he's like, now you two have to make a choice. In 20 seconds, the life of this man will end. The drills um, the drills are going towards his head, um, like into his temple or going towards his temples. Tap shouts, there's a box, there's a key in that box. Um, Singh grabs it, but we see that's like a hundred keys on a keychain. He's like, which one? Um, and then the man is like, what's more important, arresting me or saving the life of another human? And Tap has him like on his knees, um, his hands are behind his head, and he's like, you're sick. And then the man says, yes, I am sick from the disease eating away at me, sick of people who don't appreciate their blessings, those who scoff at the suffering of others, sick of it all. Um, just then seeing shoots like he's got his gun he just shoots both drills off so they stop um but just at the same time a big knife like um we see it comes out of the sleeve of this man the man in the cape and he slices tap across the neck and he runs away um sing shoots him i think maybe he got hit like in the foot so it looks like he's kind of hobbling um tap is in real bad shape um, and Singh chases after the man, um, the man slash Jigsaw, I'm pretty sure it's Jigsaw. Um, then they're going through the warehouse, like, there's hallways, there's, like, steam in the hallways, there's dark stairways. Um, they get downstairs, we see the man in the cape, um, Singh has him, and he's like, shoot, or freeze, or I'll shoot. And then he shoots him in the back, and the man falls. Um, but Singh goes up to him, and... As he's walking, like he's going towards him and he hits a tripwire. Um, and we look up and he sees there's a shotgun above him and we hear, and all we hear is a blast. And then we just see like blood splatter, like f running down the front of him, um, but they don't show it. So again, not too gory. Um, Tap comes down the stairs and sees that Singh is dead. And the man who got shot, Jigsaw, he gets up and he limps out of the warehouse. Um, now we see Tap again, but we have realized we are in the future. That was the past. This is the future. So we see him with a scar on his neck now. Um, so we're back in the room with all the newspapers and photos. Um, it's like his murder wall room. That's what I'm going to call it. So and we hear him say, like, I'm close, Sing. Um, we're going to do we're, we're so close to closing this thing. So he's like, I don't know. He's he's kind of lost it since his partner died is what is what we've garnered from that scene. Um, next we see that someone is watching the men in the bathroom. We see it on the TV screen. Um, they're arguing a little. Lawrence is like, we have to use our heads to get out of here. And Adam is like, I am. Um, Lawrence is like, then talk to me. And, and Adam's like, ooh, I have an idea. Turn off the lights. Um, he's like, just for a second, turn off the lights. So Lawrence does. And then we see an X glowing on the wall behind Lawrence. So Lawrence starts, um, like smashing on the wall with the end of his saw and we see the tiles breaking and there's a hole. Um, it's got a small little locked box in it. 
Um, so Lawrence has it, but it's locked. And he's like, oh, the key for my envelope, the one that Adam had tossed away. Um, so Adam has to like crawl on the floor, try and find it. He gets it, gives it to Lawrence. Um, he opens the box and we see a real sick flip phone. We see two cigarettes. Um, and I think that's all we see at the moment. So Adam is like really stoked for the cigarette. And he's like, toss it over here. And Lawrence is like, you're going to put something from this room in your mouth. Um, which is totally fair. Um, but then we also see that there's a note folded inside and it says, shh, doctor on the outside. He opens it. It says, the cigarettes are harmless. I promise. Smoking is only poisonous when it ends up in bloodshed. Think about this. Oh, think about this. You don't need a gun to kill Adam. We also, um, as we're reading it, we also hear it in Jigsaw's voice, like reading the note out. Um, Lawrence tries to like call the police with the flip phone. We hear that super old fashioned, like out of service beeping. It really brought me back. And um, he's like, oh, this is a phone that only receives phone calls. Um, and then he all of a sudden he's like, remembers, he's like, wait, this happened before. And then we flash back. We see him in a parking garage. It's um, last night. He was like, I finished at the hospital. I was walking to my car. I was alone, but I was sure someone else was there with me. Um, we see he's, um, so he's driving in his car and then he's stuck in the parking garage. Like the door is closed and he can't get it open. So he gets out and there's like a phone on the wall. So he's trying to phone someone. And then we're looking in one of those, um, like convex mirrors in parking garages where you can like see around corners. And we're looking at his car and we see the back door of his car open and someone starts crawling out. We see that they've got long black hair and they've got a red cape on. And then we see them fully and they've got a pig's face mask on and it's not like like it's a real realistic pig's face it's horrible cut back to the bathroom um lawrence is saying that um like something was waiting for him and he asks how adam knew how to turn off the lights and he's like i don't know instinct and he's like you're a terrible liar like what else are you not telling me um and then he like starts like telling some dumb secrets from his childhood um past relationships he's being a bit of a smart ass and then adam like is getting grumpy so he's like fine you want to know what else i have saw and then he throws him the photo of his daughter and wife that are um like tied up so now lawrence like lawrence didn't see it before so now lawrence knows that his wife and daughter are like tied up and gagged he's like why did you not show this to me before and adam's like i couldn't i'm sorry um so yeah lawrence is very serious he's like okay i've got to think now um, and then we hear just at this point, just Jigsaw is like repeating the notes out loud. We hear the voiceover. So he's like, his brain is working. His cogs are turning. Um, and then he looks at the man at the middle of the room. Um, and he remembers about the poisoned blood and he holds up the cigarette. And while Adam has his head in his hands, he dips the end of the cigarette in the man's blood, which is like pooling all over the floor and the video camera. We see that the person watching witnessed this. Um, and then, uh, Lawrence turns off the lights and he shushes Adam. Um, and he's like, I want you to play along with this. Um, and we see that the person who's watching them, he can't hear or see any of this. Um, and then we hear Lawrence say, you got that? And the lights come back on. So Lawrence asks Adam if he still wants that cigarette and he says yes. And then we see, um, there were two cigarettes and we see that the doctor, sorry, that Lawrence just grabs the one that doesn't have blood on it and he tosses it over to Adam and there's also a lighter. Um, and he's so happy, but then he starts, um, like choking and it's, um, like at the time I was like, this is like comically bad. Um, and he's like seizing and then he starts falling on the ground. Um, and he falls to the ground and he stops moving. And then Lawrence is like, there, I've done it. Now, where's my family? And then all of a sudden we hear like a buzzing, like an electrical zzz, um, And we see that like 
Adam is getting shocked on the floor all of a sudden. He's like shaking violently. Um, and then he sits up, obviously, and he's like, I just got electrocuted. Get this thing off me. And it was from the chain that was around his ankle. So now they've been busted. Adam obviously didn't die. It was a fake, fake out. Um, Adam says now that he remembers everything. He's like, I remember how I got here. And then um, we cut back. So we see him entering his apartment, listening to music on a discman. Um, we see that he's a photographer. Um, like we learn that he's actually like, I don't know, a private eye, I guess, or just like a creeper. So we see that he's got a dark room and he starts developing photos. And we see that one of them is of Lawrence. Um, um, next, he just like wakes suddenly in his dark room, but all the lights are off. Um, it used to have a red light on. Now it's like pitch black. He finds a flashlight. It won't turn on. Um, then we hear like a door closing. So he grabs his camera and it's like, um, like a legit, like film camera with a flash obviously so he's using the camera flash to light the way and it makes this like really old school like high-pitched recharge sound that's like hurts the ears and I had one of my cats on me and the cat hated the sound so I actually muted this for a little while um but Adam's like I can hear you and we see him taking more photos and like we see the photo as he takes it so it's like super spooky we just like see the room lit up by the flash and then we hear like really evil cackling like it's like a fake electronic cackling he turns around and we see the jigsaw puppet on the chair behind him um he takes a picture so it lights it up it's really creepy um and then he grabs a baseball bat and he just like beats it up like he just beats the puppet with this baseball bat and he like um finally the laughing stops um but we keep hearing like sounds around him in the house and eventually like he's looking around and he opens a closet door and it's like really dark in there so he takes a photo and we see the fucking long-haired person with the pig mask on and it roars and lunges at him it's really scary it's probably like one of the only like legit jump scares in this movie it's not very not very jumpy in that way um back in the bathroom the cell phone is ringing Lawrence answers it and it's his daughter um it's really sad she's like daddy is that you and he says she says that mommy's here with me um and he's like we're tied up and he has a gun and then he talks to his wife and she says um is Adam with you and he's like what what do you, how do you know like what's going on and she's like don't believe his lies he knows you he knew all about you before today and then the call ends um Adam asks if he's okay and he's like and he just tells him like I thought he was gonna try and keep it secret but he's like my my wife mentioned your name she told me not to believe you she told me that you knew me and Lawrence like gets up and he's like who are you um Adam's like you know who I am and he's like I need the truth you liar and Adam's like I'm a liar what did you do last night anyway Lawrence your wife is right Larry you don't recall getting your picture taken in that parking lot do you um so yeah, he's calling Lawrence out. Lawrence is a liar. What were you up to, Lawrence, last night? Um, and then we see, actually, we flash back to the night before, and we see Adam takes a picture of Lawrence in the parking lot. Then back in the bathroom, we see Adam pull out the garbage bag that had the saws in it, um, but there's also a bunch of photographs. So he just, like, takes a handful of photographs out and just hucks them at Lawrence. And he's like, um, this is proof that you weren't at the hospital last night. And it wasn't the first time, um, he says it's not the first time that he followed him. And he's been taking photos of him for a few days now. And he says, I get paid to take pictures of rich guys like you who go to seedy motels to fuck their secretaries. Adam says, face it, Lawrence, we're both bullshitters. Um, and then he's like, out of curiosity, what did you do in that hotel room last night? You got out of there pretty quickly. So we cut to the hotel room. We see Lawrence go into a room. There's a woman standing there waiting. He asks her, like, 
he says, why did you deem it necessary to page me at home? Um, so that was when he got paged when he was tucking his daughter into bed. So like this guy, this guy genuinely sucks in that regard. Um, he's like, I gave you a precise time to call. And she's like, it's not like I know the rules for this sort of thing. And she starts to undress, but he stops her and he's like, it's, it was wrong of me to have you come here. I'm sorry. And then he just like gets up, but then the motel hotel phone rings. Um, she answers it and she's like, it's for you. He grabs the phone and, um, it's a male voice and it says, I know what you're doing doctor. And then it hangs up. Um, and then we cut to the parking garage again and we just like see that whole scene kind of again. Um, he gets his picture taken, etc., etc. Back in the bathroom, Lawrence asks, um, who paid you to follow me? And, um, Adam says, all I know is his name is Bob and he gave me $200 a night to take your photos. And Lawrence wants to know, like, did you see what happened to me? Like, how did I get here kind of thing? And he's like, no, I just took shots and went, I just took the shots and went straight home. Um, and Lawrence is like, yeah, obviously the person who paid you is the person who put us here. Like, what does he look like? And Adam keeps being like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But then finally he's like, okay, he's a tall black guy with a scar on his neck. Does that sound familiar to anybody? Um, and then, so yeah, Lawrence is like, it's Tap, um, AKA our detective Tap. And um, we learn for sure now that he was discharged from the police force. Um, Lawrence says he broke down after his partner was killed. He became obsessed um, like he had, like, he was convinced that he had something to do with the murders, that Lawrence had something to do with the murders. Um, so we see Adam is looking at one of the photos that he took of Lawrence and he asks, was there someone else at your house last night? And Lawrence says, no. And he's like, well, there's someone here. And he hands him the photo. Lawrence says, I know him. His name is Zepp. He's an orderly at my hospital. And then we see the guy who's watching them, um, on the video screen, yep, that's who it is. It's that orderly guy. Um, he's starting to look like pretty concerned because now he's kind of been found out. And it also flashes back to that time at the um, near the beginning when there was that orderly who said um, his name is John, doctor. Um, you know, he's not just a patient. His name is John. He's an interesting guy. So that's who um, is watching them. That's who's presumably been doing this so um then adam says look and we see that it's 6 p.m we're out of time so just then a few like different things happen we see a timer running out um the tv screen that zepp is looking at turns off we also see that the wife is starting to get out of her hand restraints um we see zepp yeah he's with the girls like he's in another room but there he's in their house um he loads a gun and he comes into the room um he goes after the wife and says dr gordon's time is up now i've got to do what i got to do and you're the one who has to tell him he fails um lawrence get a, gets a call on the cell phone and he's like is that you zepp you bastard but it's his wife and she says you failed um but then she actually attacks zepp and she gets his gun she points it at him she's like stay on the ground give me the phone on the phone, she's like asking Lawrence where he is. Um, the little girl calls mummy and then the wife gets distracted. So Zepp attacks her. We hear like several gunshots. Lawrence is on the other end of the phone. Um, and then he hears the gunshots and then we see Tap. He is just across the street from um, Lawrence's house. So he also hears gunshots. He grabs a gun. Um, the wife grabs some scissors and stabs Zepp in the leg. And just then Tap runs in and there's like a huge shootout. Um, again, Lawrence is just hearing shooting and his wife screaming and his daughter crying. There's more shooting. Um, 
Tap is out of bullets, so it just becomes like a hand-to-hand -hand struggle. Um, Zepp gets the upper hand and is looking for the wife and daughter. And he's like, I'm going to kill your husband now. And then we actually, um, sorry, he wasn't looking for them. He actually ends up leaving because he just has to go kill the doctor now. Um, we see Lawrence on the ground. He's just like sobbing. And then suddenly he starts to get shocked, like the way Adam did before. And he's kind of like foaming at the mouth and he passes out. Um, and so now Zepp and tap are both like racing towards the warehouse um adam calls to lawrence to wake up um and he like he does get up he's awakened he's not dead and then we see that zepp is getting into the warehouse um he just like led tap directly there so now um like yeah tap was just right right chasing after him so he's right there um so in the bathroom the cell phone rings but lauren uh, lawrence can't reach it and he's like um really upset and he's like my family needs me he's just like screaming um he's like truly freaking out he's pulling on his chains um adam is like getting panicky he's like lawrence please stop calm down calm down um and then lawrence takes off his shirt he ties it around the bottom of his leg he pulls it really tight he grabs the saw and he starts sawing at his ankle and we just like see like the first couple saw marks and it looks like really legit um but then then after that we just see like blood splattering on him um Tap and Zepp have met up in the warehouse and they are fighting hand to hand again. Um, they're fighting over the gun and then it goes off and it gets Tap in the stomach and it looks really bad. Like, I think this time it might be the end of Tap. Um, we see that Lawrence has cut his foot off completely and he's crawling into the middle of the room. Um, Adam's like, what are you doing? And then we see these loading a gun. He's loading the gun that the man in the middle um, who died by suicide um, he had a gun in his hand, so he loads the gun, he aims it at Adam, and he shoots him um, in the chest. And he's like, I've done it, I've done it, now show them to me. Just then, a big sliding door opens to the bathroom, and Zepp walks in. Lawrence reaches for the gun, but it only had one bullet in it. Um, Zepp goes over to Adam and kicks him to like make sure that he's not going to get up, that he's dead. Um, Zepp says, you're too late, and he aims his gun at Lawrence. But just then, Adam lunges and takes Zepp out. Um... And he smashes his head on the ground pretty bad. There's a bit of a struggle. The gun is going off. And then Adam ends up using, like, the toilet bowl lid to kill Zepp. And he's just smashing over and over and over again. Um, but again, we don't see any of this. I'm thankful for that. Not much gore at all. Um, we see that he was actually only shot in the shoulder. He was not... He um, It wasn't the chest, just the shoulder. So Lawrence says that he has to go and get help. Because, um, like, he needs help or he'll bleed out. And Adam is still chained up. Um, and so, yeah, I don't, I don't really, didn't really know how that was going to happen, but he just kind of army crawls his way out. So, um, Adam is looking for a key in Zepp's pocket and he finds a tape recorder. He plays it. What we hear is, um, hello, Mr. Hindle, or as they call you around the hospital, Zepp, there's a poison coursing through your system, which only I have the antidote for. Will you murder a mother and a child to save yourself? Um, so as, as, so what we've just learned that Zep is that Zep is not Jigsaw. He was playing his own game, quote unquote, himself. So as Adam is just sitting there shocked, looking at the tape recorder, we see that the dead body in the middle of the ground, in the middle of the room that's been laying there the whole time, starts to sit up. It's on its hands and its knees. He is on his hands and knees. And he like pulls off some makeup, um, like some rubber makeup that was on his head to make it look like he was bleeding. And he just like casually says, the key to that chain is in the bathtub. And if you remember, 
and we do flash back and we see that small light going down the drain that had the key on it so adam is fucked we see another flashback um and this time it is a man in a hospital it's the, again we're seeing um the part of zep from the beginning and we learn that um his name was john and jigsaw that's who it was he is the man with the inoperable brain tumor adam grabs for zep's gun but jigsaw um has a, like a button and he shocks um adam again so adam is getting shocked he's like on the ground shaking um jigsaw says most people are so ungrateful to be alive but not you not anymore game over and then he turns off the lights and he shuts the door and he walks out of the room um the screen goes black and we just hear adam like screaming and screaming and he's like no don't and that's how the movie ends my final thoughts on this movie are that it's a surprisingly fun watch the very first time I watched it, it was a 14th birthday party, birthday watch for me, um, of course. And I remember thinking it was very bad. I thought the acting was bad. I thought the makeup was bad. The cuts were bad. Um, and it took me many, many, many years to want to watch it again. I think I probably heard, like, I listened to a podcast like this. And I was like, okay, that sounds kind of cool. So um, the premise is good. Like, all the things I just listed that are bad are still bad, but I like the premise. I like the twists. Um, and I, like, it's one of those movies from the beginning until the end, something is happening. You're always wondering what's happening. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's a, a low budget. It's a low budget movie for sure, but it's, it's a really fun watch. I would say, uh, I think it's on Netflix. So if you can do a rewatch, um, I would highly recommend it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks.